And welcome back. How great it is as we continue forward this week. We are blessed, Jamie, to have a special guest, one dear to my heart, and I know yours as well, is our buddy Will Boland today. Love mm-hmm. Brother Will, minister at our church. It's amazing to see what God's doing in his life, what the Lord has done with him, where the Lord's taken him to, and uh, what a powerful testimony that he has, and just how he's on fire for God. And man, it's exciting. It's exciting. So I am thrilled to have Will on with us today. Same, Will. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the uh, journey here. So uh, Will, Will actually the other day um, shared a, a, a message with me, a, a text message, and um, the content was like, it was. I was driving down the road, looked down at it, and I'm like, uh, yeah, this is this is really good. So, yeah. so immediately, you know, that day said, Will, would you come on the podcast, and then would you prepare a message and and minister on this at our church? Because I just felt like the content was so real and it and, is. and, and relevant to, to <clears throat> yeah. where we live today. So, Will, thank you for coming on today. I, I appreciate the opportunity to come on, and uh, I did enjoy sharing that. Uh, I don't know exactly where you want me to go with it, but uh, dive in, buddy. <laughs> well, well, basically, it, it was on uh, one of my classes I was taking a paper I had to write. Uh, it was on self awareness, uh, actually the domains of emotional intelligence, which uh, a lot of times I think we overlook. And I do appreciate the uh, introduction, but now I do want to correct some things there. Sometimes a, a man can't stay on fire. He has to go through the rain. It's true. The rainy seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, here lately, I've been in one of those seasons where it's been challenge after challenge after challenge. Uh, operating in some of those challenges, I uh, digging into this self-awareness, I've seen some of the flaws within myself. Yeah. Some yeah. of those flaws that... Uh, are not necessarily inherently born into us, but we pick them up along the way. Uh, I failed some of the trials, but now here's the thing I've learned about failing those trials in emotional awareness, self-awareness, is that we have to take a look inside ourselves. I agree. We have to take a look at our own actions. Yep. and we have to take a look at, you know, how we treat people, how uh, how our lives are meant to be a reflection of Christ. But oftentimes, we don't make them a reflection of Christ. Sometimes we reflect worldly things. Uh, but the things I've learned about that is that even reflecting those, those are learning points. They are. You know, they're, they're self-awareness learning points. And the biggest thing of being a parent in a self-awareness learning point is I share my failures with my children so my children don't have to experience those failures for themselves. Right. I love it. It's part of cultivating, part yeah, of yep. teaching. It's it's kind right. of a the fertilize. Yep. Yeah. You know, the rain. Uh, but when, when I sent you that message, it was on the self-awareness 
the first one and that was uh to be self-aware we have to look at second corinthians 13 5 and that's examine yourselves whether you be in faith prove your own selves know ye not your own selves how that jesus christ in you except you be reprobates right I, I I've been that reprobate before. Sure. Oh, now yeah. here's the thing: if I were to look at this a little bit further, looking at myself, I know we always say that God's mercy has no end, but I have to question myself at the same time. Do the times I fail God in my own responses? Are they not like a slap in his face? Are they not like, you know, God will not be mocked? Mm. You know, and that's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and say, man, God, I have screwed this up so bad. And I have done things so wrong that I have taken your mercy for granted. I've taken your grace for granted as you spoke last week. Uh, I think we all do that at times. I agree. We definitely um, do. But I'm I'm to the point of looking at myself enough to know that my actions have to reflect Jesus. Yep. Yes. You know, what what was his famous saying on the cross when it came to the way people treated him yep. and the way he treated people? Yep. He loved them enough to go to the cross. Yep. He loved them enough to say, Father, forgive them on the cross for they, they know, know not what, what they, they do. do. That's right, right, buddy. Even the thief hanging next to him, where, right. where did he end up that day? Right. Yep. right. In paradise. 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 Right. You know, I I think uh, we look at this world down here a lot of times. Uh, we look at our conditions. Yep. We look at everything that's going on. And if we truly look at things that we do in a repentative state of mind, right. we have to realize that it means a change in direction. Yeah. It, you know, as you were speaking, <clears throat> I thought back about that scripture and the self-awareness part of it. You know, and as children of God, aren't you thankful for that godly conscience? Yeah. Aren't you thankful for a godly mm-hmm. conscience? It's that conscience that is seared with the hot iron that makes us reprobate. Mm-hmm. That's when we hit that reprobate state right. is when we have right. that conscience that's seared with that hot iron. That, and you know what? That, that's, that's a blessing to know that when we do fall and we are self-aware and we know right. that we have failed is that there's something inside of us that hurts. Sure. And you're not, no, Lord, I hurt you. I know I have wronged you. And it's like you said, I've prayed many days and I've said, Lord, I'm so sorry. It feels like I'm just slapping you right in the face all yeah. the time. I've said the same thing. Do, I feel you. Do, I feel it, man. Do, I feel it. Do you want me to be honest? Oh, yeah. Oh, it doesn't feel good. No. It does not feel no, good knowing uh, you know, that the mistakes I have made that as Paul said, I knew better. Yep. You know, I, yep. I knew better. I knew better too. But what yep. did I do? I made the mistakes anyway. That's right. Uh, you know, yep. if if it wasn't for him, oh. and, and I'm telling you, and uh, I'm going through something right now that I haven't discussed with a lot of people, but uh, if if God allows it to happen. Uh, 
I stand to lose a lot of stuff. Oh, wow. I stand to lose probably my house and my car. And, uh, but you know what? Last time I was put in this position, I threw my hands up and I said, God, I'm done. I'm done with this situation. I'm putting it in your hands. Yeah. And it's kind of funny when I finally did that. I got God's response. Yep. And that is when you put your trust in me, mm-hmm. everything works out. It's that whole stand still and see the salvation yes. of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I wish I wish I had learned learned a lot at an earlier age of being self aware. I wish yeah. I'd dug in, but it's been more here recently that I've had to dig in and uh mm-hmm. I've had a I've had a war within myself. Yeah. Uh and it's been a painful war, but it's been a growing and cultivating war, as we're talking about, you know. Uh, I'm learning to, you know, I used to turn the other cheek because I wanted to please God. Mm-hmm. But now I look at turning the other cheek as something God is pleased with when I do. You know, it's that lifestyle. It's kind of like a worship lifestyle. There, there's so much difference, you know. Uh, any, anybody can praise him when they win the lottery. Sure, oh, yeah. Sure. But can you praise him when you go bankrupt? Boom. Right. You know. And it's a truth. And that's, I think, to be self-aware. And as you speak of that, I think that's one of the hardest things to do in the world that we live in today. Because, you know, we... ha. Huh, so we live in a time when everybody wants to have satisfaction immediately. You yeah. know, answered my prayers now, mm-hmm. Lord. Answer my prayer now, now, now. Yeah, and it's hard, man, to praise Him in the storm, yeah. praise Him in the good times, praise Him in the bad, because it's contrary to our nature. Mm-hmm. It's contrary to our nature. But if we are self-aware and mm-hmm. we have that relationship with God, yeah. then we know where our hope lies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like. Like right now, you're going through all that you're going through right now, but yet there's still a smile on your face. Oh, yeah. And you're still trusting and believing in the Lord. I mean, and, and you know, if the, if that happens, the Lord has a better yes. He, he does. He's got, you, you know, know uh, it's kind of funny what I, I posted on Facebook this morning from that, uh, that class discussion. It says the little thing I posted off of this a uh, girl that had wrote it, the needle will always move. So there is never a compass to get back to what is right or moral. It's only about what is right, right now. Mm. That's the way we look at things right now. Yep. We got to have it right now. <laughs> it's got to be right, right now. Yep. And the thing is, is most things that are right, right now, are probably wrong in the eyes of God. Amen. You're exactly right. Self-gratification, self... So it's the very essence of sin. Anything that is to please the flesh, you know. But, hey, the flesh wants to be pleased right now. Yes. It wants it quick. And, you know, that's uh, that's part of it. But, you know, I think the waiting, as, we, as we've all heard, produces patience, mm-hmm. endurance. You know, I'm not in the race... I don't care where I finish in the race as long as I finish the race. Right. There you, you know? go. Yeah. As long as I finish the race, that's all that matters. Yes. It doesn't, yep. you know, I don't have to be first. I can be last. Yep. 
uh, I don't have to have the biggest this, the biggest that. Because yeah. honestly, and I can look today on something I said yesterday. If I lost everything today, I would still have God. Amen. Right? And that's everything. Right. That is. That is everything. Amen. Yeah. You know, uh, if my if my kids walked away, I'd still have God. Yeah. If all my friends walked away, I'd still have God. But yeah. here's the strongest point is God would still have me. Yes. You know, he would still be holding on when I was trying to let go. And that's that has been my biggest battle is that every time I try to walk away and every time I try to give up, God smacks me and says, what's wrong with you? You're not done. Right. You're never done. You're never done. You know, uh, let's put a little bit of gasoline back on that fire. You know, mm-hmm. let that rain, you know, uh, let that rain fuel the fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's always been one of my favorite things is, uh, you know, looking at the storms. I can still look back uh, when my little girl passed away, and that was one of the big things that triggered me here recently. Uh, I can look back at the promise sitting in my front yard that God God just basically I was sitting there with a group of my friends at the time and they were talking to me but it was more like they were talking at me because I was in conversation with God you know and I've said this before as I was sitting there you know I'm in that why God stage you know why did this happen to me you know uh what did I do wrong? Could I have done something different? But the main thing was my question to God is show me everything will be all right. And before I could get it out, I've said this time and time again. I was looking at the sky and there was a shooting star that went right between two stars. I can see almost every night at that same time period uh, around the time she passed away. And that, that was God's promise. Right. If God made me that promise then, why do I have so much trouble holding on to his promises now? Right. Because up until now, no matter what life is thrown at me, I have survived 100% of yesterday. Hey, I like that. Yeah. You know, I've survived <laughs> it. I'll be all right. Uh, life may not always go my way, but life will always go his way. So, you know, I want to continue on with that. So, like I said, you know, it can be very uh, challenging when we know that uh, we've responded in the flesh versus the spirit. Amen. But it is for our benefit. So I went on to self-management. If we look at self-management, we look at Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So, you know, if, if, just per se, if I came in here and one of you guys decided you wanted to smack me across the face, how can I go wrong if I respond out of kindness and love? Right. You know, how can I go wrong if just like Jesus, when people spit on him, he was still willing to say, Father, forgive them, please. So contrary to the world, man. It is. So contrary to the world. It, being a Christian is such a unique thing. It's so unique. It's a difficult walk. It is, man. It is. Because, <clears throat> my gosh, 
it's easy to rise up in your flesh. Man, if, if, if you walked in here and one of us slapped you, I mean, how horrible. The natural ex- instinct would be, well, it's on. It's the throwdown, boys. It's time to fight. But, right. and you know, and we face this every day. It may not be a physical hand that's slapping us, but I mean, you're living yeah. in a world that is completely right. corrupt. And you're in this world, but you're not part of this world, which makes you really unique. I, yeah. I, I think we have to look kind of like, a, again, at Jesus. A lot of religious people slap Jesus. Yeah, we you know, A lot of religious oh, oh, yeah. people, oh, yeah. like I said, they spit on him. Yep. He offended uh, them. He offended them. Yeah. And, and I'm going to be honest. If I can offend you, I hope it's in the name of Christ. There you go. That's right. If it's it's not going to be in the name of me, you know. If, no. if, if I'm going to tell you a cold, hard truth, I'm going to tell you a cold, hard truth. If you don't. Take to the cold hard truth. You have an option of turning around, walking away. And if you walk away, I'm still going to love you and I'm going to watch you walk away. But what hurts the most in life? It's the truth. It's the truth. The truth hurts so bad. That's one thing about a mirror. You you have all this expectation and you look in a mirror and there it is and you're like... Oh, <laughs> so the, I think that's the big one of the big gaps is 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 self awareness. I that, agree that we want to we we want to hide now. Now we'll uh, a part of what you're sharing here is the the EI the emotional intelligence quadrant, right? So quadrant yeah. quadrant one was that that self awareness quadrant, self awareness, and then quadrant two that you just you just dove into was was the self management. Mm-hmm. So in order to manage myself, I've got to first be self-aware and and that's not easy (laughs) when we have to see the 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 reality of who we really 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 are and come to terms with that because i think in america we we love living in the sunshine putting lipstick on the pig and trying to trying to put wax in the crack yep so that we we -hmm. basically just gloss over the reality the truth yep of who we really are what's really going on and transparency and honesty we don't want to look in the mirror. No, we, we don't want to look in the mirror. Yeah, because, we hide from the truth, and that's why the word of God is so neglected. Uh, I think in our culture is because it it is so revealing to who we really are. One of the things that one of my favorite quotes in regard to self awareness. I'll because I'll, I'll, I want to get back to self management, but you know, uh, the the Ann Landers said, "Know yourself. Don't accept your dog's admiration." As conclusive evidence that you are wonderful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> know yourself. It's pretty good Don't saying. accept your dog, dog's <laughs> admiration as conclusive evidence that you are wonderful. And then and then you got self management and you guys just open that can. And and I think that's that's something that so many times I have tried in my own flesh to manage myself. Mm-hmm. Um oh. And and I've I've learned that I need something higher than me yes. to be able to manage myself because, yeah, but, but I can't manage myself without knowing myself and no. becoming. And then I go in the scripture, I go to the scripture, and you see David, he come to terms with who he was. He did. He had he actually had some accountability partners that were honest with him to help him, yeah. and, and he took that. He yeah. took that. So the prophet walks up to him with a mirror and says David you're the man you're the man and then in that he owned it and he said did. you know what I am I am, I am. And, and, he, and then he began to pray that prayer and write the song and sing to God 
renew in me a right spirit yeah. and, and, and make me right again. So then he, he goes immediately into self-management saying, I can't manage myself. I need you to do this mm-hmm. in me. Man, I, I've been in that <laughs> that mode for a lot too here lately, you know. Uh, and here's the thing about people don't understand about self-management is in the self-awareness, uh, we have to realize the emotions we're in. Right. And uh, going through, you know, anxiety, depression, PTSD, uh, they don't define me. Right. They never will. Right. Uh, I heard somebody say the other day, uh, you are not anxious. You have anxious moments. You know, you're not depressed. You have depressed moments. I like it better. And (laughs) to realize all of these emotions and stuff is the only way we can actually manage those. God didn't give us emotions to be numb. Right. That's true. God didn't give us emotions not to use them. Uh, You know. They're triggers. They are triggers at times. Yeah, those emotions are are indicators, kind of like a dashboard in a car that says, hey, you got got a caution light here. So to to numb that wheel, I think to what you're saying, if you numb that. Now, perfect example, in every car I've ever owned, I find the owner's manual and I find a way to mute the uh, engine service light because it's always on. So I figured out a way to turn it <laughs> off manually. And I think sometimes in our in our lives, we turn it off. We turn that off because yes. we either ignore it, we try to treat it in some other way to where we just numb it and put it away. And if there's undealt with issues in the engine because we don't want to be self-aware. Well, yep. here, here it kind of goes um, back to my uh, days in EMS. One of the things that a coping strategy that I had for dealing with so much, you know, death, uh, trauma, and that came up here recently too. If uh, with my, you know, somebody triggering me on my little girl still being able to see uh, some of the bad things I've seen in the past, just eat at my mind, you know. Uh, but those triggers, I have to realize are those are probably always going to be there, right? But how I deal with them can change, you know. Yes. How uh, how I see those doesn't always have to be the way I respond to them. Right. Uh, I have I, I have seen a lot of bad things in my life, and, and that that's been one of my biggest issues since getting out. And I'm not blaming anybody, but they always ask the same questions: What's the worst thing you ever seen? Hmm. And that's that's a trigger for me because yeah. it brings me back to no matter what I've seen, I always right. see my little girl. That's right. 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 You know, uh, and and that's hard for me to deal with sometimes, but Man. I have to I have to give it back to God because, you know, I heard just the other day on a message. The devil will let you hear a macro truth to sell you a macro lie. Hmm. Oh wow. That that has been you know <laughs> one of my biggest points That's is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know I've always had the underlying issue of blaming myself with my little girl mm-hmm. you know and and that's uh, that spills over into every other every other point in life a lot of times sure but but God you know amen uh, you know if I can continue on with that. 
have to look at our social awareness. Yeah. Social yeah. awareness. So this is the third quadrant. This right? is the third third one. Uh, I found it in the following verse. It's Second Timothy uh, two sixteen. It says, "Avoid godless chatter, oh. mm. because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly." <laughs> if I were to dive into that a little bit more, oh my goodness! It's not just chatter. No, yeah, it's uh, you know, as I'm doing this worldview study now, and, and we've, you know, we always say the Bible says, you know, it's not what goes into a man's mouth that defiles him, but what comes out. Mm-hmm. Still, yet we have to look at the example of what we put into ourselves. Amen. Uh, you know. Garbage in, garbage out. Uh, garbage in, garbage out. Yep. Uh, and I, you know, I've put, uh, and sometimes, you know, when I get feeling down, I like depressed songs because part of my self-regulation from now knowing that if I don't deal with my emotions, that I'll repress them just like I used to. So if I repress them, guess what? They're going to come unrepressed sooner or later. Yes, they And I'm going to have to deal with them all yeah. again and again and again. Oh, yeah. So now, you know, uh, if something happens, I'll just go home, sit down, write. If I got to cry, I got to cry. I'm yep. an emotional yep. man. Yep. Uh, with big emotions, you know, oh, a big no. heart comes big emotions. I know. Oh, no. That's right. and, oh and, man. And I had just soon let them out now is have to deal with them years down the road Smart. because I've done that yeah. so long yep. that it, it it's... It's it's really become a stumbling block for yeah, me. It can. Yeah. Will is that is is that is that taking you is that taking you back to quarter one to where you're, you're you're aware that emotion's there, and then you're going straight to quadrant two to where you're saying, okay, now that I'm aware of it, I'm not going to suppress it. I'm going to embrace it and say that you know what, I need to cry. Yeah. You know what I'm, I need to whatever that is mm-hmm. in that moment. And you and you embrace that emotion, and then you manage it, and it doesn't manage you. Yeah, and I think I think that some so many times what we do in our thank you for listening to the Real Life Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Please share a comment and follow us on Facebook. And until next time, keep it real.